0: Welcome to another episode of Living Fire. Subscribe now so you never miss out on any of our latest uploads. Let's get into the video. In this video, we're going to make the case that most people should never buy a new car because the payment is preventing you from accumulating wealth. And because if you need to in three short years, you can pay cash for a really nice car that you own free and clear. And you could create the equivalent of a free car money tree that buys you a nearly new car every three or four years, seriously. The car companies are marketing masters. They have figured us out, and they sell us our dreams and aspirations. They sell us on the idea of who we want to be and not on who we actually are. And it feels so good. So, what are the downsides of driving a new car? Debt. In addition to dreams and aspirations, the car companies sell us something else. They sell us debt. A lot of debt. In fact, car debt is usually in the top two or three categories of the debt carried by most Americans, right up there with college loans, credit cards, and mortgages. The Numbers According to CNN, more than 100 million Americans have car debt, or more than 43% of the adult population. The amount that Americans have borrowed for their cars is $1.3 trillion. That's trillion with a T. The average car payment, according to USA Today, is $531 per month. That may not seem like much if you have a good job, but that's $6,372 per year. Seven million Americans are 90 days late on their auto loans. Delinquency is defined as being 90 days or more behind on a repayment. And as of this video, several sources report that delinquency on auto loans is at an all-time high. The Fed has reported a big difference between people who get their auto loan from a bank or credit union and those who get it from an auto finance lender, such as buy here, pay here firms. Among auto finance companies, 9.7% of their subprime loans are delinquent, surpassing the delinquency rate during the worst days of the Great Recession, totaling a staggering number of around 7 million Americans driving cars that they cannot afford. In contrast, Banks and credit unions have only 4% of their subprime loans in delinquency. Some have started to compare what's happening in the auto loan market to the home mortgage crisis that helped trigger the Great Recession and the financial crisis of 2008 to 2009. Many of the same issues are back. Lenders appear to have lowered their standards to give people car loans who probably should not qualify or should not be getting such a large loan. For example, a man in Alabama was able to use his shotgun to cover most of the down payment when he took out a car loan. Stringent regulations put in place after the financial crisis have made it harder to get a home mortgage, but most of the rules don't apply to auto finance companies. It's telling that delinquency rates for home mortgages and credit cards have been steadily falling since 2010, while delinquency rates for auto loans and student loans have been rising. Although the problems with car loans are unlikely to cause another financial crash, What with the auto loan market much smaller than the mortgage market and the average car loan being around $30,000, that's according to credit rating companies, compared with more than $220,000 for the average home loan. But still, economists and Wall Street bankers have been keeping watch on how many people are having trouble paying their car loans because they believe it's an early warning sign of economic distress. How to buy a car with cash With a little patience, you can easily save enough money to buy a very good used car with cash by never acquiring that $531 per month payment in the first place, and by instead depositing that $500 a month in your free car money tree account. Or just by putting that car payment in a cookie jar, you can free yourself forever from the burden of a car payment. The average new vehicle loan has hit a record high, And used automobiles have followed suit, climbing to a record of around $19,000. So if you sucked it up for three years and paid yourself $556 every month instead of paying off the bank, you'd have enough to purchase a very nice used car worth $20,000 with cash. No loan, no interest, no payment, no debt. A $20,000 car would still have many years left on its warranty. It would, for all intents and purposes, be new except that some poor soul would have already taken the gigantic depreciation hit that all new cars suffer in their first two years. So just how much value does a new car lose, depreciation? The value of a new vehicle can drop by more than 20% after the first 12 months of ownership. Then for the next four years, you can expect your car to lose roughly 10% of its value annually, this means that a new car can be worth as little as 40% of its original purchase price after five years. For a typical new car, the value drops $6,000 the moment you drive it off the lot. Can you see yourself throwing stacks of $20 bills into the air as you were pulling out of the dealership? Well, if you buy a new car, you should because that's exactly what you're doing. Slavery versus freedom, slavery. The biggest reason most people should never buy a new car, the likes of someone like Bill Gates accepted, is because It places us in a form of servitude to the banks, a literal kind of slavery for many workers. A new car means that you are dragging a payment behind you that is one quarter of what you take home. One quarter of your life is devoted to paying for those big, beautiful buildings the banks put up in nearly every city. Think of it, one week out of every four, You are working for your new car, working for your bank. Do you really want to pay for your car loan specialist's holiday? Do you really want to devote one quarter of your life to helping bankers fund their next trip to Monaco or to pay off their McLaren 540 C when, with a little bit of sacrifice, you can drive the car of your dreams while owning nothing to anybody, free and clear in three years. How to drive free cars for life in three years or less. You wanna know how you can drive free cars for life? Well, here's how making the transition towards freedom. Let's say you kick the new car habit. What would you drive during those three humble years? Well, you would start by purchasing a hook deep, a paddock bomb, a car hanging on to that roadworthy certificate by the skin of its teeth, and saving a typical car payment for 10 to 12 months. After less than one year, you could upgrade to a fairly nice car. For cash, you can pick up a car that drives, that goes from A to B, that has seat belts and airbags, air conditioning and heat, decent tires, and windshield wipers for $1,000 to $2,000. You can drop a brand-new Bluetooth-enabled radio into the radio slot for another $300. You may need to occasionally drop $400 to fix a major system, like the AC, but that's less than your friends and their sexy new cars pay every single month. Your monthly car payment is zero every month. There are no major repairs, which in my experience is most months, and your insurance will be much lower than your friends because your car is not worth very much. Gradual is good. First year. No pain, no gain. Let's be honest. The first year is going to be tough. Driving a $1,000 car takes some guts because lots of strangers and your good friends will laugh at you. And lots of other people you don't know and friends who maybe you are not as good of friends as you thought they were, they'll look down upon your apparent poverty. So how do you weather the mockery and contempt? Well, you can handle this mockery and scorn because you hold secret knowledge. You know that you are getting ahead. You know that you are winning. You are choosing to create wealth. You know that nearly all of these people throwing you shade, disdain, and laughter are drowning in car debt, wasting money on cars they can't afford to impress people they don't know. And if you need a musical touch, listen to Adam Sandler's 1996 classic Ode to My Car and know where you are and also where you want to go both in the car and in life most debt is slavery fast progress it gets much better quickly once you've kicked the new car habit you don't have to remain in it for very long because older cars have already lost most of their value a hoopty is still worth almost what you paid for it if you sell it, say, 12 months after you buy it. So if you pay $1,000 cash for your first hooptie and save $512 per month during those first difficult 12 months, you'll have over $6,000 in your piggy bank. Plus, you'll get close to $1,000 for your hooptie when you sell it after driving it for only one year. Second year, from a $7,000 car to a $12,000 car, In your second year on the road to freedom, you can pay $7,000 cash for your second Hooptie, $6,000 in the piggy bank, plus the $1,000 from the sale of your first Hooptie, and you can end this second year ready to pay cash for a $12,000 car. Already, you'll be driving a pretty nice car. At the end of that second 12 month period, you'll have another $6,000 in the piggy bank, plus the $6,000 plus you'll get by selling your second hooptie. Can you buy a decent car for $12,000? Heck yeah! Third year, from a $12,000 sweetie pie to an $18,000 hottie. So, you start your third year paying $12,000 cash for a pretty nice car, and you end the third year ready to pay $18,000 cash for a very nice car. You're no longer driving hoopties. For $18,000, you can buy a very nice used car with most of its warranty still left, a nearly new car, for cash, in three years or less. Now that's smart. And with that, we've reached the end of this video all about how cars are keeping you poor. If you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful, don't forget to give us a thumbs up and to subscribe to our channel for more content just like this. Thank you for watching and we'll see you in the next one.